Welcome to the Man on Father's Day podcast. Thank you very much for your continued support on the podcast as we've now reached over 100 regular listeners. Today we'll be joined by one of our volunteers, Nicky. He's going to be sharing some of his Man on journey so far and also discuss being a dad. First and foremost, we're going to be playing an interview that we've done with one of our valued partners, Colin from Olipop Poems. He's keen to share his work and his views about Father's Day as well. The disclaimer that we'll put out before this podcast is we're aware that there has been a lot of grief and loss during the last five months and in Verclyde, obviously, and across the world. And this can impact people differently. People may have lost their loved ones and may have lost their dad in that time. But also as well, we want to touch on fathers who aren't here and they've not been here for a while. Father's Day can be a tough day for some. As much as we're going to talk about the highs of Father's Day, we'll also try and experience some of the lows with some of our conversations. Please reach out for support if you require it. We hope you enjoy today's podcast. Colin, how are you doing? All right, Chris. Hi, cheers. I'm good. You? Yeah, good, mate. Good. Um, obviously, it's part of what we're doing, what we're striking up a, I think, a unique kind of partnership because it's very specific to, obviously, what you do. Um, it's really, really important, I think, to, to kind of spread the word of all the pop poems. We'll be sharing a lot of stuff on social media after this. And obviously, if you listen to our wee section with Colin today, you'll get an understanding of what it's about. Really emotional sort of poems that, that, that Colin can write. He can write some funny ones as well. Um, but I think the, the, the important part about Father's Day is just sort of spreading a wee bit of awareness about it. So, yeah, first and foremost, mate, um, this is obviously being recorded in person whilst respecting social distancing. Um, so I'm kept, we're kind of getting used to it today, because usually it's on Zoom calls and stuff, but I actually prefer it. Um, but first and foremost, what we ask all our guests is, how has your lockdown been generally? Because obviously we're, we're entering into new phases through Scottish Government, but how, how have things been for you over the last couple of months, mate? I think it's been good for me. Um, obviously my wife is a nurse, so it's going to be tough for her. She's been in a world that's just mainly COVID patients, so it's going to try to support her because quite a few deaths and stuff. Is quite hard, and we've got a wee three year old boy who he's kind of too young to understand, but he knows he kind of go to the parks and stuff. But still, having a laugh in the backyard and killing him, Superman, Spider Man, Ant Man, you name it, I've been it. Uh, me personally, I've been fine. Uh, can I get missing a football weekend? That's kind of my when I go to see Hearts, big daft Hearts fan for you know, because people probably know me. Uh, missing going to see Hearts, making a weekly my own time in that, so it's kind of been hard not getting out weekly and getting a weekly escape for life and stuff. Um, obviously we a whole Hearts relegation I think that's another story and that would take a whole five podcasts up in its end so we'll just get out of this for now uh, obviously raging about it and we'll do what I discuss it <laughs> but uh, I, we're all good Just I've started a lot of exercising recently going to jogs and stuff so I went up there a couple of 5k's and it feels as if exercising kinda, there's a lot of males will tell you kind of clears your headspace and gets you in a better frame of mind positive body positive mind basically so everyone's been good just look forward to getting Murphy just coming in, you get to see more friends and family and stuff because you miss all catching up with your pals at weekends and stuff or just random trips to see them during the week. So, everything's been good to me. No, it's good, man. I think it's it, we do this question at the start just to check in because everybody's experience is different, but we see themes of the same stuff. And something that you touched on there is, I think, important for a lot of guys. 
myself included in that. You think to yourself, whatever that is. Um, yours is obviously going to, you know, watch hearts. Um, and I've got my own things as well that I do. And I think every guy can kind of relate to that. And, and women, obviously, as well. It's not just guys. Kind of taking away for everything that we maybe do away for our busy environments. And I think that's been a real challenge for people because those type of things that are boosters that we use to support our mental health and not having them has been a real challenge. So hopefully, as you say, we, we keep progressing through the, the phases and we start to get things back to normality. I know you don't want to really talk about hearts, but given the, the recent podcast was about football, um, I've had a few people on recently, over the last few weeks, who have been sort of celebrating Celtic's uh, title. Um, a couple of them have sort of said that they felt that it was a bit deflated in terms of what they were doing, but we had a boy recently um, who was, you know, partied the, the night away, I think, by the sounds of things. How, how has that been for yourself? Because obviously that was a, a controversial decision to obviously relegate hearts. Okay, it's called a Welsh I would have bet my whole life the Hearts would have stayed up. I just think we were only four points behind St Mum, we were six points behind Ross County, hit a player Ross County twice. Better goal difference. 16,000 fans at Tyne Castle, a home game is underrated for a lot of people. Maybe they get every home game we'd have played, I think we'd have got three points. Maybe drew the odd one, but I just think we would have stayed up. Yeah, I go every week, so I'd have been, I'm just missing that. Every week, I'd have been away to Dingwall on a Wednesday night or whatever it is, I'm there. <laughs> you name it, I'm there. But it was just missing that. And the whole decision that we're going to win the Championship and all the way back to October, it just makes it a longer time where you're not getting to see all your mates that you meet for games. Because obviously, coming for Keynote, I've not really got a lot of mates here at Sport Hearts. So it's no, just mate, no, you're, 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 there's not many of them, is there? Just starting for the zero and met loads of amazing pals through the games. And uh, just getting to see them every week is you miss your football family and stuff. So Look forward to the Atkins back. But in terms of the decision itself, happy for Celtic to win the league. But agreed with that, agreed with all the titles and given out, that's fair enough because we're all miles ahead and they had to decide it. But relegating teams is unfair and I feel as if they could have reconstructed it just for a greater good day game. But that's just me. Aye, I do feel it for the teams, you know, yourself, Patrick Thistle, I think. Was it Strunar? Was right. the other one as well? And impacted. But as as what's what's happened, mate, and the, the ironic thing uh, sitting next to you is it's actually probably been your team that uh, killed my team's season by knocking us out of the Scottish Cup and also beating us in the league. So, uh, aye, we'll move on swiftly. I think both is <laughs> it's not it's not a great subject for us both. So obviously, the, the reason that you came along to the podcast is to to share a bit about all the pop poems, but also as well, it's to discuss Father's Day. Just looking to kind of get a wee bit of insight into yourself in terms of what Father's Day means to you. Yeah, so obviously I'm a dad, um, we boy Oliver, he's three, and obviously every guy will tell you having a, a child is the best thing that happened to you, it teaches you a whole new level of love. Yeah, I put him first over anything, it's just, it's really the best thing that ever happened, and the love I've got for him is indescribable. But at the same time, it's kind of mixed emotions for me, because I lost my dad eight years ago. We weren't on the best terms at the time, we completely fell out for years, but it's just... Every Father's Day that kind of brings back, it's a trigger that will make me think, oh, I wish my dad was here. You see loads of dads on Facebook with their dad, you're thinking, oh, it'd be good if it was me, Oliver, and my dad, like three generations. So my granddad's still here, he brought me up, which is great that I get to see him in that, but it's just, there's always that wee gap on Father's Day where I'm like, oh, I wish my dad was here to go and catch a pint with him or speak to him, or even just knowing he was alive would have been a comfort for me, but... So as a day, I mix emotions, but definitely love spending time with all of them and stuff, but always have a wee bit of my head always thinking with my dad, basically, for the whole day. So it is tough, and I know there's a lot of dads out there that probably feel the same. 
Aye, totally. Um, cheers for sharing that. I think it's it's obviously everybody's story is unique. I always say that, and I, you know, Father's Day for, for me, my dad is is obviously still with us, and he's got his sort of own journey with, with mental health. And sometimes I get you know really really frustrated with some of his life choices, and he'll be listening to us, and hopefully he picks that up. But um, you know, the the good thing that I always think is is he's he's here, and I spent a bit of time with him last week, which was which was really good. So. As much as I, I, I can, you know, feel feel some of your pain just kind of talking to you. I obviously, don't understand what, what you're going through because on Sunday I'll probably spend a bit of time with my dad. But I think it's 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 good to know. Obviously, talking about uh, our kids and stuff like that leads us uh, nicely on to uh, my my next question, which I'm looking to kind of explore with you all the pop poems as a sort of business that you've obviously created. Um. It's an interesting thing, obviously, when when you told me about the the, the poem um, and the, the poem writing, I was actually surprised when, when I thought, that's oh, actually something really different. And I know there's probably things out there, but it's just never something that's came to my attention. Uh, and obviously, you've done a, a bit of work for myself um, in terms of my, my brother, who unfortunately his wedding get um, cancelled and we missed the stag doing stuff. Um, so you've done a wee bit of work for me and I, I just kind of think there's so much power in a poem um, so I'd love to just explore with you a bit about all the pop poems maybe just tell me a bit about it why you started it up and, and your sort of aims with it and stuff like that yeah. would be great uh, so about 8 years ago um, Hearts done a super fan competition to find who was a super fan and I thought my entry is going to be I'm going to do a poem because in high school I was good at English I got a for higher English in th- sixth year, after failing in fifth year, so I really wanted to. I was too slow writing in fifth year. I got a laptop in sixth year. I was raging, but that's another story. <laughs> uh, so when I saw a fan competition, I thought I'll do a poem. Done a poem, basically, but my life supporting hearts. And I got a phone call saying I'd won a super fan competition. Uh, I got to win a program. Got to win a team photo. I got to commentate in a game. So many prizes. It was a brilliant experience. That sounds so good, man. That sounds really good. So for then, I kind of knew I'm really good at making things rhyme and making it all fit. Rhyming's kind of easy part, it's making it fit in the sentences that matter, it's a difficult part. Um, so um, when I started my last job, I worked in Barnardo's now before this, I was at PG Paper, um, which is in American as well. I've done a poem for the Christmas night out, I just kind of, that funny fact that I've in the office, put it into a poem, sent to it to them all, and they all say, that's an unbelievable talent you've got. And I say, oh thanks, but I knew it's an unbelievable talent, not a little man trumpet. <laughs> Then the year after that, they asked me to do it again. I done it again, made it to them. They said, "Oh, you really need to consider doing that more seriously." Yeah, the owner of PG Paper asked me to do one for his dad's birthday. It was his eightieth, and they gave me a biography of his dad, where he was born and stuff. So I done it. He gave it his dad on his birthday, and his dad said it's the best gift he's ever had in his eight years. And he's why I'm going to start a page or start a business doing that. So in July, I started a, a page called All the Pop Poems. My wife picked the name. I don't know why she picked All the Pop because Oliver. I don't know where the pop came from, maybe. All the pop poems and it sounded like you didn't it. I like it, man. I really, I really like your name, it. So I got a logo made and stuff. Started a page, just kind of basically done a few samples, like what I could do, say like funerals, birthdays, all, all occasions, weddings. Um, just send me Facebook me and I can give me all the facts and I can pull a poem together. Started off really exciting. I got a few requests. First one I got was for a wedding in Dundee, and it was a boy who was my age. You know, through a lot of heart problems, he nearly died and stuff. So. Even reading his story was really powerful, so I wanted to make sure when doing the poem that the emotion came across in the words. 
And I seem to be perfect again, the perfect balance between funny and also really emotional and striking a chord with everybody. So they, it was a, the boy's mother who wanted it for the wedding, and I got it set, uh, posted to Dundee. Um, the father read it out at the wedding, and they said it was unbelievable. It's amazing how I managed to get all the fit and stuff. And uh, that couple now are expecting a baby, which is great to hear their update. I'm still in touch with the lady done the point phone. She's going to ask someone for the couple new baby, which is great to keep in touch with customers. Um, I think I got about 250 likes on the page, and I wasn't really enjoying my job at PG Papers. I was going home at night time. I wasn't in the right frame of mind, and I just, I just put it kind of in the back burner. Yeah, you know, I just wanted to spend time with Jane and Oliver, and I just not worry about work or doing anything else apart from just relaxing. But then when I got a new job in February with Bernardo's, which is obviously a children's charity, which helps a lot of families in Inverclyde, gave me a lot of job satisfaction, gave me a better frame of mind. So then in May, I started it again. I said, oh, let's get back into this, start posting on the page again, doing more poems. And that was probably the first week in May I've done that. And since then, I've got 400 more likes on the page. So I've got about 600 followers just now. It's grown by the day. And since then, I was requests for loads of stuff. Like um, two weddings I've asked to do a poem for going to Stornoway, which shows how far it reaches. I've posted that out to Stornoway. The girl loves it. Yeah, I've got one for a cake stand in Leeds, which I'm doing. Uh, and it's just reaching loads of people, posting, and people will get in touch with me and say, could you do me a poem? And I'll collect all the facts they give me, and then I'll put it, make it work into kind of funny, but also kind of emotional. Because people can under, underestimate how powerful words can be. Like, sorry to saying happy birthday, Dad, or we're sorry for your loss, but if you put a wee bit personal effect on it and made it rhyme and it offload, it's amazing what it can do when it's read out to somebody. It can really make them appreciate the words more than it's something that they'll always remember. But giving a poem is just, it is a really special present. And recently I started to kind of take it a bit more seriously, like I've kind of been buying better rapping, I've been framing every one of them, been delivering them all in Clyde free of charge. Only charge yeah, £20 for the poems, which is including uh, delivery and framing. Uh, I'm going to be maybe changing that a wee bit because I'm going to be getting special rapping in that made just to make it a bit more unique. So it was really exciting. Yeah, I got a message from someone in Nigeria wanting a poem, but I think I might be a bar mark. Okay. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. <laughs> She must have read one of the adverts or something like that and she's just got in touch with me and it's just a freebie or something but we'll see what happens. I say still I can't post it in Nigeria but I'll consider sending it by PDF. Uh, <laughs> so apart from that I've got a lot of exciting things with Father's Day coming up there's a lot of people getting in touch wanting one for their granddad or their dad and it's exciting. So it'll be exciting on Father's Day when I see some people opening their all pop poem and seeing how it goes down with it. The fathers and stuff. Aye, definitely. I mean, I think you hit your nail on the head when you said the, the power of words. I think written down the way you do it is, aye, massive. And I think, you know, obviously we, I've kind of asked you to prepare something a wee bit for us, but you were going to do something anyway to mark Father's Day and you're going to be reading that out um, just after. But I just wanted to um, obviously thank you for sharing that and, and encourage people to to kind of have a look, we're going to, as I say, put all the social media stuff up for, for people to have, have a look at. So it is really um, an amazing service that's been set up. And it's local in Berkeley, which is which is brilliant. We always encourage people to support our local services. So thanks for sharing that about all the pop poems, mate. No worries, cheers. I think obviously the, the kind of last part of, of the kind of questioning was we are now creating a, a partnership with Olipop Poems and Man On because we see the value and, you know, these words kind of coming together and how powerful that can be for, for some of your guys. 
one of the things that we are working on at the minute is survival boxes that we're hoping to send out to people that are struggling. That's going to be a big drive for us, I think, over the next six weeks or so. Um, and I'm hoping to kind of work in partnership with you about that in terms of getting some poems and stuff like that for guys because I think genuinely, I think, um, you know, nice words together, something personal, something emotional from families and stuff, I think it, it genuinely could save somebody's life. Yeah. So why are, why are you, obviously at Olipop Poems, why are you keen on in getting involved in a partnership with ourselves at Man On? Uh, also, I know yourself, Chris, through just, you know, you're kind of good pals with each other's bridesmaids and we've got a game pals and i seen you start with Man On, I thought, I said, you're great hanging in Buckleyed. You know, as males, and especially young males, there's a lot of kind of suicides in Buckleyed and a lot of depression a lot among, among males. I'm, I've just done 30 in March here and there's five boys that I was in a class with at some point in primary or secondary school that are no longer here and 80% of them is suicide and it just kind of shows how much people's mental health is a big problem and I think for Man On's an amazing platform where men can get support and they can talk to other men get the same problems and if men are sharing problems it really does always help because a problem shares a problem half I always believe that as cheesy as um, so I think it's definitely and I'm, obviously I'm great with words and making words fit perfectly and kind of straighten the right emotion can really help people feel better about themselves they'll get a boost for the words and it'll make, make you get some emotion at them and I think even just like getting alongside you and discussing some of the poems we could do and some of the words that we can get together I think it would really help so I'm really delighted to be helping out with Man On and um, I guess a brilliant platform and I'm glad to see it's just growing by the day um, so I, it's just a great platform and I'm buzzing to be helping oh, Brilliant man, I appreciate it um... I think what you say, I think the you know, sharing the, the story about maybe boys that have passed away and stuff in, in that time and boys that have died, you know, for school. I think we've all got kind of stories for that and that's obviously a lot of the drive in terms of what we are doing. We're a grassroots, you know, organisation that's born by people from Inverclyde that are passionate about mental health, that are passionate about trying to stop guys from taking that, you know, ultimate decision they can't take back, which is suicide. So Anything that we can do to prevent that and support that and improve people's mental health is, is definitely stuff that we'll be considering. And all the pop poems is just something that's a wee bit outside the box that's just a wee bit different that we're definitely buzzing to be part of. So I um, appreciate that. Um, oh, our next wee bit uh, that you're going to hear is uh, the poem that obviously yeah. Colin had prepared. Um, I have heard it um, and it is powerful. Um, we were sort of reciting it earlier on. There was people with tears, weren't there? Ah, um, tears. Yeah. Um, somebody's definitely cutting onions because my eyes were starting to fill up as well. So as it's it's powerful. Um, so we'll, we'll let you listen to that. Um, but before that, have you got anything that you want to share that, you, that you've not shared? Anything that you want to say uh, on the podcast? No, just it's great to be on. It's great to be kind of part of my Everclyde. Um, obviously, if anybody ever just needs a poem, just get in touch. Um, any gift, any occasion. I've got a few recently been just thanking teachers or thanking people for their work. It's not just like, oh, it's somebody's birthday, let's get a poem. It can be any occasion, even if somebody's been feeling down during lockdown. Sit, get in touch with me, a wee poem. You can pull it together in two to three days. You can give it them. They can really lift their spirits. So now just get in touch with Paige and obviously buzzing to be on Man On and help me out. And I look forward to seeing what the future brings. Cheers mate, cheers. So as I said, next recording you'll hear, there'll be a wee intro and then it'll be Colin's poem. Thanks again for joining us mate, appreciate it. Yep, cheers. Thank you.
Father's Day for me is a day of mixed emotions. I feel incredibly lucky, but equally sad. The best thing to ever happen to me is my boy Oliver, but I wholeheartedly miss my dad. From age two until just after I had turned seven, my dad wasn't around. I was told he worked away. My granddad just wanted to protect my feelings, as he was really living in Greece. But then one Saturday, I was sitting in my granddad's on the 22nd of March, eating my breakfast, when I heard someone come in. A cool-looking man sporting a ponytail, ripped jeans, leather jacket, and he looked at me with a grin. I knew it was my dad instantly. I ran and jumped in his arms. It was such a special moment. We both felt the same. He asked me one question, which would change my life forever. Do you want to go to the Hearts game? Over the next five years, we went to see Hearts constantly, home and away together, father and son. There was no better feeling than sticking your arm around your dad after your team had won. We spent the next six years having a close relationship on and off, and eventually it became non-existent. Both stubborn and too proud to fix it, as time went on the chances of us making up got grownly distant. I will never forget waking up in my now wife's house super early, hearing the phone ring, everyone sighed. At 22, my world was about to come crashing down. My granddad was on the phone, calling your dad has died. I never had a reaction, I just caught my mum who couldn't believe it. It was like I'd awoke in a nightmare. My dad had taken a random heart attack in his house through the night. Life just is not fair. I went to the mortuary with my granda. The curtain pulled back and he cried the first time, seven to eight years old. I relived that moment and go into the room myself all the time, touching his head so freezing cold. I wish I could just have ten seconds to give him a hug, tell him despite our fallout, I love him and properly say goodbye. I always get triggers whether watching a film, hearing a song, or reliving a moment at the game, sometimes it makes me cry. It's loving proof that life is far too short to fill out with people you love, especially your dad. We fell apart for so many reasons. I get such a comfort, nostalgic and reminiscent feeling going to the games. It's a big reason why I've missed only 10 games in 14 seasons. If he was alive today, we still might, not, might be miles apart, but I take comfort that he was still on earth living his life. We could have made up and he could have met his grandson Oliver, or been there to see me making Jade my wife. Becoming a dad is the best thing that can ever happen to a man. Having Oliver really was a dream come true. You instantly learn a whole new level of love when holding your baby for the first time. It's more than I ever knew. Oliver will grow up and ask about his grander. I'll tell him the funny stories and all my memories, which I know he will love. I will tell him that his grander, his daddy's daddy, is always with us and he's watching over us from above. My wife got a photo made, which combined a photo of me and Oliver with one of my dad, and it really is my favourite possession. It sits pride of place in the living room, and I always love looking at Oliver, stood with his hero and his dad's hero with such an expression. The emotion I have surrounding my dad can still get too much to contain at times, but I find speaking to someone helps it subside. I speak to my wife, but there are so many support networks available out with family and friends, like the amazing man on Inverclyde. Grief is a massive thing in terms of your mental health, and I hope sharing my story shows that it's okay to open up on how you feel. Suicides caused by depression is becoming a bigger problem in males. The threat of your mental health could not be any more real. So it's a massive happy Father's Day to all of you. At all the pop poems, we will raise a beer. A special toast to the dads and granddads who are sadly no longer here. So as part of uh, the build-up to Father's Day, we're also doing a, an interview with one of our 
volunteers uh, going to be introducing Nicky in a, a second and he can get his chance to talk to you. But uh, Nicky's been a big part of what we've been doing with Man on Inverclyde and he's been you know, really driving things in terms of the merchandise that we're starting to sort of do and uh, accessing lots of stuff for us in his own time. Currently furloughed at the minute um, from his job, so he's got a wee bit more time in his hands, which is which is good, and he's using that sort of productively to to help others. So, Nicky, welcome to the podcast, mate. How how are you doing? How are we doing, Chris? I am not too bad, mate. Good to be here. Good, mate. Good. Thanks for for joining us. Obviously, we've done a podcast last week and we introduced Craig, who was uh, one of the volunteers, but I kind of felt it was good to introduce yourself as we build up to Father's Day, because obviously you're a dad yourself. Uh, so we'll, we'll talk a wee bit <clears throat> about that in a second. Uh, first and foremost, I just wanted to kind of check in with yourself and, and, and see sort of, obviously I know how you've been over uh, lockdown, but I might have just specifically ask you, obviously, with, with kind of the changes to the guidelines and stuff, how are you envisaging your next sort of two or three weeks going to be? Well, hopefully over the next two or three weeks, um, it's going to be busy. I'm, I'm just going to try and concentrate on all things man on, in a sense, because I want to use the time I've got while I'm not work, kind of thing. So gets the, gets me a chance to get a lot of things also done about house, obviously quarantine for everybody is going to be different, but uh, for me I've been, been uh, getting the pallets, breaking them up and I'm going to start making me planters and stuff, not handyman myself, but no, I've got to get a try, ain't you? Keep yourself busy, but aye, it's been part of my knowledge, it's, it's kept me busy and it's kept my mind going, that's the most important thing, especially been that for me like, what, three, four months now? So it's... Uh, it's growing, growing in terms of the time, obviously, isn't it? Uh, but no, it's good, man. It's good to hear that you're going to be continuing to focus on things and we're hopefully going to be driving things forward over the next wee bit. So I just wanted to, to obviously touch on the main reason that we're doing this. Obviously, I've done an interview with uh, some somebody else called Colin, who's also a dad. Um, and Colin was sort of discussing uh, his own sort of business at the minute, which is writing poems for people. And he also done quite a nice poem that we're going to be sharing. But I just wanted to obviously have a wee discussion with yourself in terms of Father's Day. And what does Father's Day mean to yourself? Well, Father's Day for myself, um, it, it actually means a lot, especially coming when my daughter's now uh, three years old. Um, been me and my wife first got together, it was a, one of the first things we spoke about in the future was always like, if we wanted kids, didn't want to have kids, and I always wanted to be a dad. Um, and we actually had a lot of problems conceiving. So that played a, a lot of part of my mental health, I would say, as well, back when, way back when. Um, so basically, when you're going to the doctors every so many months, you're you've been told, no, you're not, you're not doing this right, or you've got to drop this amount of weight and stuff. It, it put a lot of pressure on me, but not just on me, it put a hell of a lot of pressure on my life. So um, when we found out we were going to, the parents, you know I mean, that's probably great talking about it the day we found out that mm. she was here kind of thing. So we always said if it never happened again, if there was any other problems, then we know we've got her. So for me, I strive in Father's Day. I absolutely love it, you know what I mean? So, to be told, you could potentially never become a dad to then being one. You know what I mean? You know yourself, Chris, you'll be three. So, um, aye, it's just, 
It's a totally different world and a totally different eye opener being a parent. It's it changed me a lot in a sense. Yeah. Um, very better. I think the the points for that, mate, that I can totally resonate with, um as I know a couple of people who have not been able to have, have kids, um and I can obviously I don't I don't know what they're going through, obviously, in terms of their, their pain, but I know know how tough it you know, as for them, when it comes to maybe things like this, um, when they, they, they maybe have that chance to reflect. So it must have been such an amazing feeling when you guys did find it. Um, and Five years of remaking kind of thing. So like the year before like we got pregnant, we just kind of went, no, we're just going to leave the doctors and everything alone, just put everything out our, our minds and everything um, and just not think about it. We just thought, no, we'll just live our life anew and then we'll think about it another time. Yeah. Just like, oh, you know what, uh, we're pregnant. So I think it was just too much stress was adding on to the, the pressure of trying to get pregnant, at the same, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So we just kind of went, no, there's, there's, there's too much disappointment happening. Um, getting told that you're not eligible for a specific set of IVF treatment. There's all different kinds of things. People will know that who are going through the same. But um, it does get easier and... Hopefully, obviously, people out there who've been told they can't have veins, sometimes you get told that. Ah, I did. And look at me, I've got a wee, wee beautiful girl. So, can I say, can it go wrong here? No, it's brilliant, man. And it maybe gives hope, as you say, to, to other people. Um, so, obviously, Father's Day, you're looking forward to it. This podcast is going to get released on that day. Um, have you got a message to potentially people who are... Maybe not looking forward to Father's Day. Is there anything that you would maybe, you know, want to share in terms of, I don't know, guys who are obviously struggling, just in general, might not even be with Father's Day. You know, maybe occasions like this can be a bit overwhelming for some people for one reason or another. Um, obviously, you, you've got, you know, tons of your own experience, which we'll, we'll obviously touch on in further podcasts. Um, but have you got a sort of message to anybody, as I say, who might be struggling today? What I would definitely say is, is is talk. Talking and opening up is the most important thing you can do. I noticed that I bought um, when I know people who bottled it up for years and stuff. Um, and as soon as this group came into play, you know what I mean? You've seen a lot more guys coming and coming. I can't stress enough. Talk to somebody, anybody, even if it's a stranger, somebody will listen. Um, I know people are going to have difficult days on Father's Day as well, obviously, maybe lost a parent or something like that. But um, the important thing is, is is if you're feeling a certain way, it's just talk, a family member, anybody, anybody will, you know what I mean, you, you know they won't judge or anything at all like that. For me, um, I would say it's definitely just open up. Don't bottle it up, especially on Father's Day, is, you know what I mean, because it's an important day for people. Um, and I know it can be stressful for a lot who have had problems obviously in the past with their, their families or whatever. But um, that would be my message is stay strong and just talk. Stay positive. Oh, it's good good messages, mate. And, and I would say the same. Um, myself, I'm obviously looking forward to parts of um, Father's Day as well. Um, spending time with kids and stuff like that and just sort of enjoying the day. But... Also, having a back of my mind of the, the people who struggle. So it's good, it's good advice, mate. Um, hopefully people can can listen to that if they're, they're tuning in to um, the podcast. So that is all for today's Father's Day podcast. Thanks very much to Colin and Nikki for coming on and sharing their views. 
We hope that you enjoyed it. And as we said at the start, if today is becoming a bit difficult for you, please reach out to friends, family, loved ones, or even ourselves at Man On. You'll find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you, and happy Father's Day to all the dads from all of us at Man On in Berkeley.